720 WGN. We're going to talk to Mom and Dad and Young Gavin coming up here. The Halligers are joining us online as uh, young, young Gavin is on his way to the NBA, damn it. Gavin, congratu- yes. congratulations on your success, young man. Thanks for being on WGN. Thank you. It's Mark Carmen and Kevin Powell here, Gavin. Now, how old are you for everybody who's learning about you right now? Fifteen. And you're in what year of high school? Freshman. And you're on the basketball team? Yes, sir. And how many hands do you have? One. How did you do this, Gavin? Where did the confidence come from that you can do what every other kid is doing out there and do it maybe better? No ideas. I think it's just the drive in myself. Where where do you get that drive from, Gavin? Is it just um, just the competitor in you, just like anybody else who likes to compete and play sports? Yes. So when you were young, Gavin, was it was basketball always your your favorite sport? I mean, wh- wh- when you started to try to play sports and compete, where was the was that your number one interest? No, it was baseball. Started right. out with baseball. You know, I saw some pictures of you wearing the Cub hat. You're, you're doing. Were you a pitcher, or, do you, or did you do everything on the baseball field? I did everything. Okay. Except for catcher, that was the yeah. one position we never played. But every every other position, we we got some play time in. Okay. Is that is that is that your father, Josh, wanting to jump in here on the uh, on the on the baseball? Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just had to chime in right there. <laughs> Dad, no, it's it's great. Dad, you're you know I I reading Steve's piece. You you guys didn't find out whether you're going to have a boy or and or a girl and, until uh, you know the actual birthday. But you, but you did learn that what whoever was coming out was was not going to have one of his hands or her hands. Correct. That's correct. And so. Take us through that because you know every parent wants to be their kid to be quote unquote perfect, right? And then right. you sort of have to adjust that definition, don't you? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, um, I think I'm, I'm this Renee, his mom, but I think you know we found out when I was pregnant in one of our um, ultrasounds, and it was it was a fear. You know how was how was he going to be accepted? Um, you know, was he going to be made fun of? Is what can he do? What can he not do? Um, when he was first, when we first found out, <clears throat> amazingly, the, the day he was born, um, that all went away. We knew right then that you know th- there was there was nothing going to stop him. So I think just the unknown um, until we actually got to see him was um, it was scary. It was. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think putting it back in perspective, I mean, of, of all the, you know, the plethora of things that could go wrong uh, in that development stage, I mean, missing some digits, missing a hand, overall, his mind was sound, his body was healthy, and we knew that this was just, you know, a limitation that we were going to have to kind of figure out and figure out kind of together. Well, Renee, Josh, gush over Gavin a little bit. Brag about it. It's got to be a pretty incredible to watch his journey. It, it definitely is. Um, Gavin went from being in grade school, <clears throat> excuse me, to being very shy, hiding his arm, didn't want to be involved with his kids or with other kids, you know, going up and playing with them because he was he, he had that fear. So <clears throat> it took. I was on a mission to find um, other kids like him that 
he could communicate or connect with. And we did. We did find that. It was a picnic um, type thing with other limit um, kids with limb differences in Ohio that we went to at that time. And from that, that trip coming back, that changed everything. Um, he came back unstoppable from, from anything. Um, now Gavin is, yeah, every, everything that he does, we are over the top proud of him. Um, every accomplishment, not just because he doesn't have a hand, um, because of who Gavin is. He's a very kind hearted, humble young man. And, um, we are really proud of him. We're proud of everything that he does. He puts, 150% into everything that he wants to do. Gavin, what do you remember about that camp period? Uh, I remember just kind of like opening the door to get out and just kind of feeling like it was like the place to be because there was people like me and I felt comfortable. And how old were you at that point? So I'm just trying to, like, from your perspective, like, when did you know that you were not the same as every other kid that you were, you know, going to school with? Like, when did that, when did that first, do you have any memories where, like, you know what, this, I, there is something different about me? Do you, does that memory? Not really. Interesting. Not really. I heard he had a chance. Yeah, I don't think there's any, there's any one event maybe that, that kind of Gavin had that realization, but I, I know there was, uh, maybe something that came up when his younger sister was born and, you know, he was seeing that she had both of her hands. And at that time, that's when Gavin uh, requested a prosthetic. Uh, we got one from Shriners Hospital. He barely used it. It was cumbersome, held him back. We ditched it and uh, have never used it since. I heard, Gavin, I heard he ch- had a chance to meet Jim Abbott, who, of course, pitched in the big, just a one-hander. Did, did you take away anything from that meeting with uh, Mr. Abbott? Uh, it was more kind of a video. It wasn't necessarily a one-on-one meetup with him. Okay. Uh, it was a, it was a camp we were at. He was going to make an appearance. He had some, I think, travel issues that he wasn't able to be there. So it was kind of more of a uh, a video uh, conference, kind of hello, meet and greet type of thing. But it was, you know, we, we knew Jim Abbott before that. He was inspirational, but to kind of have him, um, you know, pseudo in person. Uh, through technology, that was that was pretty cool and, and pretty uplifting. Yeah, we're talking to mom and dad, Renee and Josh, and young Gavin, who's 15 years old and is battling it out on the basketball court. <laughs> Getting you guys are for Wabonzi Valley. You guys are five and two, correct? Is that right, Gavin? Yes, uh, five and three as of this morning. Okay, okay, <laughs> suffered a suffered suffered a tough one today. I got it. Suffered a tough one. It was it was a close one. It was it was a well fought game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it, it says in Steve's piece in the Sun Times that you, you you love being a great teammate, Gavin. Where where did you where did you sort of learn that? Because most kids your age, they're about how many minutes they get to play and how many shots they get. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. You're a young man. That's that. These are okay things, but it doesn't seem like you're about that. No, it's um, it's all about team. Honestly, um, you can't play basketball without a team, and it's not just like everyone says that there's no I in team. Like, you gotta, there's gonna be someone that's open, someone that is gonna give you the ball or you give them the ball. It's all about sharing and like taking turns, not taking turns, but kind of like just everyone gets their chance to show what they can do. 
And I think teamwork is the best way to show that everyone can get the job done, basically. Do you have a favorite player? Uh, Zach Levine, probably. <laughs> Get <laughs> Big well, Bulls, big that, Bulls fans, Gavin. Loyalty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can get you on that team. You might be able to help them win a few more games. Does, Rough does, season. Uh, does, does, do the Bulls know your story? Does Zach know about that? I feel like you should. Be, I mean, come on. They got a bunch. Let's of Have a meet up. There's a bunch of seats available. Yeah. You know, this is not. Not that we're aware of. <laughs> this is this is all kind of just uh, starting out of nowhere. We just lived our simple West suburban uh, life, and until uh, Steve got a hold of us and uh, kind of. Taking us in a different trajectory here. Yeah. Well, I, I loved reading your piece. Did, Renee and Josh, you, the parents here, did you have to have any conversations with other parents in the neighborhood and or yeah. people that you see at, at different events and saying, don't yeah. treat my son any different or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Actually, when uh, Gavin was starting kindergarten, that was uh, a, a time that we were – it was it was a big change for us. And, you know, we kind of asked Gavin – if he wanted us to talk to the parents and let them know about, you know, him only having one hand and that, you know, he's just like all the other kids, uh, he was he was all on board for that. And so we, um, first day of kindergarten, we, we kind of had a little impromptu, quick speech to the parents, just informing them about Gavin's a little bit different. He's miss, missing his left hand, but... You know, he's into all the same things that all your, your sons and daughters are into. And, um, you know, just, just treat them the same as they would treat everybody else. Yeah. Get so what... Basically, to bring awareness to, you know, homes. Because I think that, you know, a lot of people don't have those conversations with their kids about being that people are different in different ways. So, um, you know, to this day, we have I have a couple of uh, parents that he went to kindergarten with that still remember that conversation and, and how they... Um, we're glad that we had that conversation with the kids because I think, you know, if somebody has blonde hair, somebody has brown hair, well, guess what? Some have two hands, some have one. So um, it's just bringing that awareness to, to the world, basically, because it's something a lot of people don't see every day, and, and we need to be aware of that. And it's also, I'm assuming, kind of an educating thing. Like, look, don't be – you don't need to be acting awkward. There's nothing – Right, just be yourself. Along, there's don't that because people don't know what to do. They they feel like maybe there's maybe they have to, you know, walk on eggshells or something like that. Right, right. And that, that was one of the things we kind of clarified is that you know it's okay to ask questions and things like that. But Gavin's line was the touch. You, you, they, he wasn't comfortable when kids would come up and grab his arm and look at it. So it was okay to ask questions and look and all that kind of stuff, but no touching. Yeah, I, Gavin, that bothered you. I would assume it would. Like, hey, what? This is my space. Don't be invading my. I mean, come on. I don't want people coming up and touching me. Right. You're, you're no different, right? Yes. And listen, since kindergarten, Gavin's always been the tallest kid in class. So you know, he could he could kind of tower over them and, and intimidate them a little bit, maybe if they stepped in a little too close. So. Well, it's a, it's an inspirational story, Gavin. You're killing it, man. Good luck this season. Get some more dubs. Sure, well done. Hey, Gavin, and before you go, what, what's what's the dream when you think about it all the way out? What do you want to do with uh, with your life? Have you thought about that? Uh, if basketball doesn't go the way it's, I want it to go, uh, motivational speaking. Nice. That's awesome. I love it. Your college dream? 
What? What college? Oh, uh, MSU for sure. Michigan State? Michigan yes, State. All the way. No. Sparty. Well, Carm's got a Northwestern I mean, uh, sweatshirt on right it's a, now. It's a great choice. Uh, let's, let's, hey. Don't hold that against them. Well, <laughs> well I, could, I could see you being on that bench in some way, shape, or form for Tom Izzo contributing to the Sparty in about four years, Gavin. So keep that... Keep doing what you're doing. I think great things are coming your way. I'm sure everybody else thinks that. Listen to you talk today. So thank you for being on, by the way. And, and to Renee and Josh, really appreciate you sharing about your son. Thank Thanks, you, guys. So much. Our pleasure. It, it was our pleasure. Thanks so much, Renee, Josh, Gavin. Our 15-year-old. I'm telling you, that guy is going to be on the bench at Sparty. In, all right. In some. You have all the basketball connections. We need to get Gavin in touch with Jack Levine and Tom Izzo. The Bulls should have welcome Gavin to the game. Absolutely. I mean, come on now. Maybe get him some ticks. Yeah, I mean, a couple couple ducats here. You're, you're at the UC all the time. Maybe Let, you got you got some connections in the media relations department. I, 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 I can I can do what I can. Okay, I'll do what I'll do what I can. Coming up I'll, big. I'll make a call here. We'll get we'll get Tim Hallam on the line here. Bulls in the uh, Bulls are on the court right Celtics. now against, against the Celtics. Are they winning? They're it's halftime. They're losing or not? Third quarter losing by six. Yeah. All right. Go Bulls. All right, quick timeout. That was, I really appreciate uh, the, the, the Gavins coming on here. They were awesome. And the Hagglers. That would be their last <laughs> name. But I feel like they're like the Gavins right now. They're led by Gavin. 720 WGN.